every parent will admit, unofficially and off the record, that one of their children is their favorite. Now, this is also true of priests who deal with classes, with teachers, and with coaches. It's a feeling we all have, but you, can't, you must bend backwards to treat all people, family members, and group members as equal. In today's gospel, we see a father hopelessly trapped in his special affection for his ne'er-do-well son. Let's face it, this father was unfair, and his argument to his faithful son was ridiculous. But always remember that the proper exegesis and undertaking understanding of any gospel parable is that it makes only one point. The point of this one is that the father loves the son so much it drives him to ridiculous lengths. He is looking, he is out looking for his son, his devious son. But notice that when he did meet him, he toned down what he planned to say to him. Really, the fatherly love for his son is quite mad. And Jesus is telling us this is merely a glimpse of the love has for you and for me. This parable really should be called the parable of the loving father not the parable of the prodigal son. By human standards, God's love would be judged extraordinarily absurd. Even loving human parents would not be that forgiving. To get the proper perspective on this gospel, we must realize that we are all prodigal sons and prodigal daughters, and none of us has a right to identify ourselves with the loyal son. The prodigal son represents any, every human being who has sinned and basks in the powerful indulgence of the seemingly crazy love of God the Father. Now this is the point of this parable. And to get tied up with any of the other details in the parable is to miss the whole point of the parable. God loves us in a wildly delirious, unreal, and standard of human standards which would be quite mad. Now you may not like this picture of God I'm giving you. You may be uncomfortable with this picture of God I'm giving you. But you must realize this is what Jesus teaches us about God. And he wants us to love and forgive others as he does us. Recall now that the only prayer that Jesus gave us was the Our Father. And in it we are to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, if you were truly convinced of God's tremendous, un, un, ununderstandable love for you, how would your life be different? Would you be more relaxed? Would you be less stressed? Would you be more open and confident, less unkind, 
less judgmental, less impatient. This is the teaching Jesus has put before us today. May we always recall, remember, and be thankful to God for the great love and indulgence he has for us when we sin.